plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. Steve Davis back in the house, Davis Wealth Management, DavisWealthMGMT.com. Yeah, we were, we were invoking your name a few minutes ago because of the two oil tankers uh, oh, I about that in, in the Strait of Hormuz, yeah. one of them possibly hit by a torpedo, and the knee-jerk reaction from some of the financial people around the world, oil immediately jumped up. Correct. Uh, 20%, I think they said 20% of the world oil goes through the Straits of Hormuz. And, of course, escalating tensions between the U.S. and, and Iran. Plain chicken, you know. Yeah, but, cr- but, but in fairness, I cannot say that the attack was from Iranians. They don't know. Everything is still sketchy, so I'm not going to pile on the bandwagon at this point. Just suffice it to say, one tanker's on fire, and they think one was hit by a torpedo. But the, the, the financial sectors immediately pounce on that. They do. And as you've talked about, emotional, knee-jerk, Headline news. There you go, man. Headline news. Yep. I mean, crude oil is up fifty two ninety right now a barrel. Okay. So it, it was. I, I don't think two tankers is going to have a huge effect. I mean, there's a lot of support that shows that the uh, supply and for oil is pretty high up there right now. Wait a minute. I thought we had our own stuff that we did uh, that, that we were now an exporter. We are. Okay. So why are we? Why would we be? It's it's a global economy. Oh, okay. That'll bounce the markets around a little bit. I mean, the futures are up right now, so that's a good thing. Uh, uh, futures are, oh, yeah, yeah, they uh, was running up a little over 100 on the Dow a while ago. Yeah, right now it's 78. Okay, that's all right. But this is just another one of those things that yeah. you, you uh, tell us, don't get caught up. Don't, don't. Just to stay the plan. Yeah. And staying the plan leads into understanding just the fundamentals of, of investing, you know, putting your money to work for you. So one of the things I always like to do with people is walk them through. A lot of times we'll have conversations and we'll talk and we'll say equities, we'll say large cap, small cap, mid cap. What is that? I know what it is. Right. But but the average person who's, you know, right. working hard all day, yep. you know, they walk, all they hear is fundamentals of the Dow, the S&P, you know, markets up, markets down. Right. And then they hear what's going on at their job. Right. Water cooler. Pretty much. Or the bubla. 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 That's right. There you go. That's right. So, you know, owning a, equity is a stock. Stock, you're buying ownership in a company. So what does it do? It can increase your wealth through growth. Okay. And capital appreciation. Helps fight inflation. Of course, it's going to be volatile. Mm. And you can actually lose the entire value depending on the type of stock you buy into. It could, it could be a speculative stock, high risk, and the whole thing could disappear. Yep. Okay, but let's break it down so people understand when you hear the word large cap stock, mid cap stock, and small cap. Yep. Large cap basically is a company that issues shares, sells them to you and I. Okay. And if you're a large cap, they've issued shares that equal $10 billion in capitalization. That's the the magic number? That's the magic number for, for a large cap. Okay. Mid cap stocks are between $2 billion and 10 billion issued. 
And then small caps are 300 million to 2 billion. So breaking it down, large caps tend to be less risky, usually offer less growth than the mid cap and the small cap. Makes sense. But they tend to pay off dividends and they def- tend yeah. to have different advantages. What's over an time. example of a company that would be a large cap? Yeah. Uh, you're looking at an IBM. Okay. You know, something like that. You look at your dividend paying companies that are out there that have been around. GE was a great example of a large cap. They don't fall into that category. Now, how about a mid cap? What would an example? Well, first of all, you're looking at, let's just compare the mid cap okay. and, and understand that it's smaller. Small cap may be like a new IPO. Oh, okay. Okay. So initial public offering. Initial public offering. Right. You just had CrowdStrike go public. Yep. yesterday yep Did you see it, it doubled Did you buy any 70 percent. i was watching it i was okay. busy yesterday okay i'm not you're not an ipo guy uh not really okay. once in a while i'll jump into that game i look at things long term okay yeah okay? i know you do i know so mid cap small cap they're just different sizes they may not throw off dividends but the shares that they offer that stock to you are at a lower price and the what you're looking for is that price to grow sure so just like crowdstrike which you know if it came out at thirty dollars a share now is up to what a hundred and ten dollars a share oh, yeah. what I, I forget what it came out but up 70 percent now would you sell it today that's a big capital that's actually a short-term capital game for someone so that's a big tax hit i got gotcha. you okay. you want you want to understand the okay, tax implications good. and that's something we'll, you know we'll hit on and for anybody who's worried about taxes, one of the things we offer is... Well, you clean up good. I know I do. Thank <laughs> you. Um, no, there's a picture of him on the back of the book. We have a great book nice. yeah, called yeah. Diffuse, The Seven Texts to Protecting Your 401k from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. And I brought one for ticking both... Ticking Tax Time Bomb? Yeah. That's good. I brought one for Pat and you. Hey! You each get wait, one of those. Wait, 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 wait. It's not autographed. I haven't signed it yet. Okay, good. But anybody listening, if, if you want a copy of this, it's a free book. I'll, we'll send it to you. Just text on your phone, retirement 603, and you're going to text that to 555-888. Again, it's retirement 603 mm-hmm. to 555-888. All right? And so understand. Trust me, this is a short read book. It's a short read, and okay. we tried to break it down. And it's big print, lots it's, of bullets, good stuff. Yeah, easy to read. Yeah. kind of try to made a lot of like examples in the book, yep. right? So that people can understand it. So it's, it's easy to apply correct. to your situation. Correct, correct. And it's about understanding future taxation. I mean, you've talked about Bernie Sanders wanting to give everybody free health care, right? And all. Where does that come from? Me taxes. Yeah. Where where will those taxes come from? Retirement plans. You know, when you get into retirement, these are the things that we're trying to gear you towards and make you understand that, okay, your taxes are here now. Is that where they're going to be in the future? Got it. I don't know the answer to that. Got it. All right. So let's move back to the fundamentals. So we kind of covered, you know, a little bit of large cap, small cap, mid cap. The next thing you're going to do is want to understand what bonds are. So bonds are you basically loaning your money to someone. Right. And in return, they're going to give you a, a, a yield or a rate of return or interest. But that's guaranteed. Nothing. Well, it depends. Oh. So if you do a corporation and you buy a corporate bond, right? there's- Yeah, no. No. I mean, if you had bond issues with Enron, WorldCom, Bear Stern, Lehman Brothers, you got nothing. 
Okay. Once they went out, you may have gotten, it depends on what the pecking order was. It's always a good source of income. Tends to be less vulnerable to, to risk. Okay. Okay. So it kind of balances out the portfolio. CDs are a big part of a retirement plan. That's money you're going to give to the bank. The bank's basically offering you a promissory note. It's usually short term. Your re- uh, rates of returns are usually lower than what you would get in the markets. Uh, it is subject to inflation risk. So if you currently have a CD sitting at the bank and it's making one and a half percent, you're running at three, you're really not making one and a half. So you want to do the number crunching and say, okay, am I making anything or, or am I, or am I losing something? So those are the three fundamentals. And then you get into, okay, mutual funds. So mutual funds were the onset of, instead of people going out and buying their own individual stocks, they would buy these, you buy a mutual fund. Right which are professionally managed pool of securities. The money managers will diversify it for you based on your risk profile. You will have management fees inside, usually what we call expense ratios. And you want to know what your expense ratios are inside your portfolio. Even though you may be charged a cost to your portfolio for someone to manage it, there's also an internal cost that runs it. And you want to know what those are. Okay, let me go to now, and I'm using myself as an example on this. When the market's been going up, market's been going up, and I figure the market's going to be going down. Okay. So I took some of my stuff and shifted it into bonds. Okay. Okay, because I said, well, this way I'm not stock reliant, so if the market drops, all my money is not in the market. I've shifted over here. Well, even though you're in the in bonds, well, yeah. you're still in the market, whether it's a so, government or a corporate. Right. Okay. But, but but not the correlation to risk drops. It's less. It takes less of a a, a right. downturn. Right. And that's what I was looking to do: eliminate yeah. some of the risk. Yeah. And there's so, other ways to do that. I mean, bonds are not only the answer. Right. We've talked insurance. We've talked variable annuities. We talked all different types: yep. variable, yep. fixed, yep. fixed index. But you need to look at those. Is it was my point? Absolutely. Uh, because I shifted it, got some of it out, and dumped some into bonds. Again, a little more risk sensitive. Yeah. Not that risk tolerant. So it's like, okay, don't want to lose this, so we'll put it over here. Correct. So if you lose 10%, I might be only losing five or yeah. four. Yay. Then I've accomplished my purpose. And, and there's been a lot of studies I've seen recently come out where financial experts are talking about bond alternatives actually using different types of annuities now because the annuities tend to get a higher yield than what the fixed incomes world, the bond world's thrown off because of the interest rate environments and how it's affected the portfolio. But if you're going to start to balance out your portfolio with maybe be a, you know, a portion of your money into that, yeah. you want to understand it, be educated, making sure you're making the right decisions on what type of annuity that you should use if you're going to use But annuity is not a scary word like it used to be. No, no. People starting to appreciate it for what it is. Correct. Okay. Uh, th- if you just look at the number of dollars invested in that business throughout you'd be astonished okay so the other thing with mutual funds that you have to tax consequences are hard to control so if you own a mutual fund Mm -hmm. and the money manager decides to make a major change because there's something on the horizon or something has changed and he wants to rebalance that mutual or she or she correct what they can do is reposition that portfolio inside the mutual fund mm. and if they do and they sell something and you have a capital gains you are going to incur that capital gains if you own that mutual fund but it wasn't my fault doesn't matter you own it and the money <sighs> manager decided to make the change 
Okay. Now, if it's IRA money, you won't inherit that. Right, right, right. This right. we're talking non-qualified money right now. Okay. So understand the effects of you know different things you own and how it can be affected by taxes because taxes are going to erode away potentially your life savings. I just want to go buy a pair of sneakers. Me too. Okay, that's all I want Me to too. do. <laughs> I do too. Wow. Yeah. Oh, all right. But, uh, but are you seeing anything on the horizon? Stock market still. Say so, yeah, things are still good. Yeah. Under um, the undercurrent, the thing that is making the stock market still Yeah, the right. fundamentals are still right. They're still right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of chatter out there. I hear chatter about credit, uh, the credit bubble bursting, you know, stuff like that. I'm yeah. looking, going, mm, okay, uh, China. Mm. But I think we talked about this. I mean, you look at the, the debt that Americans hold. It's at one of the lower levels that we've seen, yep. American debt, household debt, okay, which is which is great. So there's a lot of positive things still going on out there. The annuity, if you're looking at that as an alternative to a bond investment or even as, you know, an income plan. Sure. Because most annuities are usually used as an income plan. So give me a percentage of my overall holdings. Ten percent, twenty percent, fifty percent. No, I wouldn't even look at it that way. You, you, okay, you don't. No, okay. no, I okay. we don't do that in our office. If someone's trying to make the the, the play and, and create income stability and they're building a portfolio mm -hmm. and we go through all these terms and we cover the annuity basically what we say on the annuity side is look at our opinion is if you're going to put money into an annuity and you're trying to create income to take the income gap from say 40 percent up to 80 percent or 100 so the income gap is this is what i bring in for my social security this is what i'm going to be spending for you can throw a pension out of you. What's the gap? Right. You take the amount of money you need to yep. solve for that gap. So yep. I always like to look at it. Let's use the least amount of money, get our income stability as high as we can using the least amount of money. That's one of the ways to utilize an annuity. So if I'm getting $2,000 social security yep, and my monthly bills are 3,000, I'm just round numbers. Correct. I'm looking at a thousand dollar gap. I got to fill. Correct. Okay. So then what you do is you go find out what's the best annuity product that pays out the biggest amount of money. So let's hypothetically say that I need that $1,000 in five years. Mm -hmm. You go find, a, we go out and find a specific product because oh. the products are all designed differently. Okay, gotcha. So we want to find the product that says in five years, this specific product is going to pay out the biggest amount of money based on a five-year need. Mm -hmm. This is the company, this is the type of product, and then we start to walk through it. Advantages, disadvantages. We go through it all. Because on every type of financial strategy, I've said this, there's always pros and cons. So you want to understand it. Good point. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse.
investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.